calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey everyone, just a quick note. Uh, this is a little bit of a trigger warning between 44 minutes and 50 seconds and 59 minutes and 50 seconds. We have a bit of an interrogation. It's not particularly gruesome, at least not by how we normally kill things style, but we understand that it could be an upset. Uh, interrogation is never great, so um, don't do it, kids. Welcome back, visitors, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Balance gets a vision, Pintor listens to his elders, Raoul has an idea about a sacrifice, Squash reminisces on a lonely childhood, and Zoltana offers to step up for her friend. Whilst the vision of Amos' death further gives details about her demise, it also exposes more questions to be asked. Meanwhile, Pintor is attacked by an assassin sent by his aunt and drags the body to his brother for help. How many more of these assassins still lurk in the shadows? What could Demi have possibly done to the dragon sand? And how did Aima know so much before the apocalypse? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to The Lucky Die. had another chair dragged in here so that Kythir and Balance can have their conversation. She's sitting there in her tiefling form. There's no need to hide where you are right now. And she's looking at you very sadly. We could send someone else. I don't... 
she kind of shrugs a little bit and says, the only other people we know that come from Kino are 5,000 years old. I know. Wishful thinking. Wow. If wishes were real, she kind of shrugs her shoulders and says, I guess we could just wish most of this away, but I don't think that's true. Well, things are never that simple. Is there, uh, is there anything you think I should say? Anything you, you're way better at this political stuff than I've ever been. Anything you want me to pass on, tell them. Right now, the best thing is honesty, I think. I imagine that the people of Kino have already felt the disturbances in the world, much as we have. I don't think you'll be telling them anything new, necessarily, in regards to what has transpired. You just need to make sure that they understand that this is not something that they will be able to handle alone, nor can we. Unity is key. Do you want me to tell them about Marnak? And the Dragonborn? I think that would be a good idea, but perhaps omit some details. Maybe don't mention names. Out of out of the moment, did you tell her about the vision that you had with Amos Ashes? He probably would have ended up telling her after the fact, like before sitting down for this sad conversation. Do you want me to tell them that? Do you think it would be wise for me to tell them about you? Uh, us, I mean. I am supposed to be married to someone else over there, but that's not happening now, obviously. And she kind of smiles and takes her hands a little bit. That depends on how safe of a situation you think it'll be. I trust your insights on that sort of matter. If you think somebody may be hostile or aggressive at the mention, then I don't think it would be wise. I don't know how your former betrothed may handle it, but... To be honest, I don't think he wants it either. But... My brother and his father. She kind of shrugs her shoulders a little. There are big names over there. I don't think you've ever told me in quite full detail. Are, are you royalty yourself in a way? <laughs> uh, no, not really. Um, of political stature? Yes, yeah, sort of. Um, the system over there is a little bit more... Um, People with power and people, for example, your your brother's friend Renala, she could become a ruler over there if she wanted to, if she showed the aptitude for it, if she was made the right connections, if she got her way there. It's not exactly a monarchy like you have, but having the right connections in the right places kind of helps too. My brother, he's he's on the council, and he runs our hometown. The man I'm supposed to marry is 
as the son of someone very important in the council. That could work in our favor then, actually. How do you mean? It could be considered a very wise political move, being in a relationship with... Balance kind of has like, kind of like an awkward look on his face. <laughs> Technically royalty? Maybe just omit the part where I was denounced. Well, you're not. <laughs> <clears throat> it could work to our benefit, though, if they think that you've got a an in with the royal family here. I mean, it's not unheard of for political families to marry to each other, as it seems was going to be the case for you. Just you'd be entwined with the balance kind of starts turning really red in the face, realizing where this conversation is going <laughs> and is like, <clears throat> uh, um, yeah. well, if I think a lot of people are moving towards needing to work together and <sighs> horrible to say, but, uh, I think you're right. I think we are caught well as some sort of weird political thing, too. At least it's you and me caught in the political thing and not you caught with someone else. True. Okay. Well, at the moment, you hear a... Just a moment. A very loud rapping on the door as Pintor is there with his buddy and Ronala. Are you guys opening the door or are you just knocking at it? I'm not going to walk in on you. I would knock at the door. <laughs> okay, then in that case, you hear a, just a moment, bit of a private conversation right now. I don't say anything back. Well, I don't know what else to tell you other than to just use your best discretion. If I could have my eyes and ears with you, I would, but... I have no such means of doing so. I am not a wizard. I'm... Well. She kind of like shrugs her shoulders a little bit. She says, I, I don't have that kind of magic to talk to you from a distance either. I I don't have sending or anything like that. I. That's not where my skills lie. I guess we'll just have to trust we'll see each other again. I mean... The trip over nearly killed. We lost a lot of good people crossing over. And I'm not sure it's going to be any safer getting back. And back again. I'm just going to have faith that I'm going to see you again. And I know that we will see each other again. But just to be sure. Uh, Balance is going to reach into his pack and pull out one of the plus one daggers that he had gotten. Yep. And he's going to hand that to her. Uh, handle first. She takes it. And then he undoes the clasp around his neck and he uh, swishes the cloak of protection around her neck. Okay. Don't you need this? Blue is more your color than it is mine. It goes well for you. Uh, not that you can really see it, but you can tell she's blushing under her scales. Um, 
I have something for you. Uh, she reaches into the inside of her cloak um, and she pulls out a round yellow stone about the size of a palm. It has a lot of mist swirling on the inside of this yellow gem and it has an X inside of a circle scored into it. And she says, this is my alchemist stone. I might be able to scry to it. I know it really well. But while that mess still goes, you know I'm alive. And I know that Demi needs it for making the webs of creation, but this is the most important thing I own in the entire world. Other than, you know, you, I guess. It will help you. Balance looks down at the stone in his hand and then looks at her and just grabs her in an embrace and kisses her. And we'll sideswipe to the other side of the door. Uh, Pintor is... I'm assuming that, that like right outside that room there's like a hallway. Yes, uh, it's it's a hallway, yes. Um, Pintor is like a little further down to give them a little privacy, but is still bleeding and is currently <laughs> just like wrapping up his wounds <laughs> and bandaging himself up. <laughs> Renala like reaches over um, and uh, she kind of like begins to like touch at the edges of the wound. She's like, no, just just hold still. Just oh, I've got this. Just hold still. God. And as she touches it and you just sort of hear it like kind of whistle a little tune, the wounds heal over. Uh, she casts cure wounds on you. Hey. Yeah. Thanks, babe. I got your boo. Oh, almost maxed. Uh uh for 11 hit points sweet cool um so the bleeding's probably stopped now it's just a bunch of scratches and things on him that are like the blood has stopped pouring out of him um and (laughs) the corpse where's the corpse (laughs) uh fake it is carrying the corpse okay so the fake is just carrying there i guess i would take some bandages and wrap it around the throat so it doesn't bleed all over the floor Uh, I'm gonna say the blood is probably long since, like, yeah. poured out in transit, and like everywhere upstairs, it's like a massacre has happened. Yep. Um, but yeah, down here, it's it's getting fairly late towards the night, so there are no children wandering around, or at least there shouldn't be. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just waiting patiently. We probably come out after a few minutes after that, and uh... you would notice that uh, Kaithia is wearing Balance's cloak. Um, she gives him a, a tight hug and makes her way off to where her things are from the alchemy room. Uh, Balance turns to look at you and, um, who's that? A dead man who tried to kill me. Uh, recent? Yeah. Yeah. And judging from his face, it's our aunt. <laughs> I'll, like, lift up the hood and show that it's an elven corpse. Do I recognize the figure? No. There'd be no way that you could. Can I take a look at the body, see if there are any distinguishing marks or any items of identification? Yeah, you both can. You can both take an investigation check if you'd like. 28. 16. 
There are no identifying markers whatsoever. There are no coins. There are no tattoos. Their face you wouldn't be able to easily pick out of a crowd. Um, there's no obvious magical effects on them. None of their item. Uh, they are carrying one ring, which is clearly magical. Yeah, they'd be carrying one ring, which is clearly magical. Uh, they are kitted out with daggers absolutely everywhere. Everything of theirs has been dulled metal-wise. Their armor has been dulled, so it's no longer shiny. They are clearly kitted out to have no ID and be as sneaky and quiet as possible. Hmm. Uh, Balance is going to take the ring. Um, how many daggers were there? Uh, Six. Okay. Any other weapons? I didn't... Nope. Okay. Oh, um... Hmm. You also notice that Pintor's cut up to shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also your brother's, like, been slashed to hell. <laughs> I would help, but uh, I'm at zero. Yeah. All good. Um, I'm not immediately bleeding out all over the floor, so... No. We I should know. probably inform the others including Demi. Uh, I think security should probably be turned up for the night at the very least until everyone departs. I agree. Uh, Definitely some more. As I was running and chased after this one, he was running towards a group, so there's probably more. How many? Uh, I couldn't get a really good look. It was all happened really fast. I was chasing after him, saw the group, quickly killed him, and as soon as I looked back up, they were gone. How recent was this? How long has it been? Like 10 minutes-ish? Probably about 15, 15 minutes, yeah. About like 15 Fuck. minutes ago. Okay. It might be it might be safe if we just stay here. That's not the concern. Hang on a second. Uh, Balance is going to immediately start running uh, towards the barracks. Um, he's looking for Benno and he's looking for Rondi. Okay. Uh, Rondi is tucked up in bed like he should be. Um, Benno is kind of... He's in the kind of entrance hall area where the fountain is. Um He's not pacing up and down outside uh, the temple room anymore because there are clearly people occupying it. Okay. Um, um, in that case, uh, let's assume going in order, uh, he gets to Benno first. Okay. Um, Balance is going to run into the room, find Benno, and be like, Benno, I need to ask a favor of you. Sure. What can I help? There was an assassination attempt on Pintor just Is he okay? minutes ago. He's fine. He was able to slay the attacker. However, there were several others. Do you think you could put together a team and try to track them down? I'm on it. And with that, he gets up and runs towards the barracks. Uh, Balance is going to join him to make sure that people are made aware. If he's like, if he sees runs by and sees Demi, he's going to be like, uh, uh. If he sees Squash, he'll be like, uh. Dem- Demi is clearly not here. Where Squash is, I will leave up to Squash. Um. Do I encounter Squash? Uh. I would assume not. I think this is around the time Squash is kind of just wandering the, the, the underground area. That's where we are right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying like he's genuinely fucking wandering. Like how big is this area? Uh, It's big enough. Yeah. Like there are a couple of very big rooms in here. The entrance hall is not small. Um, so yeah, uh, fuck it, fuck it. Yeah, sure. You, you, you run into Squash as he begins to wander again. Okay, how, how fucked up does he look right now? Uh, he looks more uh, zoned out than fucked up. Uh, like you, like when you come up to him, he like recognizes you. Like, oh, hey, balance, squash. Um, I have a favor to ask. 
Yeah, sure, of course. Um, there was an assassination attempt on Pintor just minutes ago. Yeah, he's fine. Um, I have Benno trying to put together a team of people to track these folks down. Do you think you can aid them? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm super good at tracking things. Good. Fantastic. And Balance immediately just starts running off again and chase after Benno. Uh, Squash is following you, I think? I don't know yeah. if this is what you wanted to happen, V, but this is where my mind is going. Sure, sure. Is that okay. there is a squad of no. people out there. Uh, Pintor is definitely following behind Balance as he's going through people. That way, people who need to track, he can like show where he was, where he killed the person, where he saw the yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So Balance is currently in uh, put together uh, <laughs> tracker team. All right. Um, yeah, I, I guess like Benno would make his way into the barracks. You see him running around, waking up um, one of the drow. Um, looks a bit of a ranger sort themselves. Um, and they have a very quick and very fast conversation. Um, you see the guy grab his stuff. You see Benno grabbing all of his extra stuff too. Um, yeah. And Squash. <laughs> you see Benno like looking down at Squash like... Mm. <laughs> He'll be helpful. <laughs> sure, Squash, this is it. important to me, please. I didn't start it. No, no. I'm, you seem a little off tonight. I just want to make sure you're up for this. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll track these motherfuckers down. No problem. Okay. Pintor, will you be able to show them? Yeah. I'll uh, okay. run through the whole scene. I'll point to the balcony I was standing at, where he okay. attempted to stab, okay. where I chased him down, where I killed the guy, okay. and where they were. We'll, we'll do this bit here. Um, I would like Squash. Before that. Uh, who are you looking for now? I'm not looking for anybody. Uh, Balance wants to just make sure these guys are aware this is not a dive headlong into combat. This is a find where these people are hiding and do not engage. Yeah. But Ben is not really a fighter. <laughs> Some of the others in this group. There's one other dude traveling with. Um, okay, two out of four. He would trust, yeah. Two out of four are combat ready. Well, okay, one and a half because Pintor is kind of half bleeding. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm okay now. More or less. Okay, it's a track, not a kill. Everyone understands squash. Wait, hold on. Squash. Everyone understands comma squash or everyone understands squash? <laughs> everyone understands. Now squash. Nobody understands squash. Okay. Make, uh, I would like you to make a survival roll, please. You're not going to be happy about this. One thing you're not trying. Are you training in this? I hate you already. Oh, he's super good at survival. <laughs> uh, I remember. There we go. Yeah, it's a 21 survival check. I'd like you to roll that again, please. He rolled a seven. <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh, okay. That's a 31 natural, crit, uh, natural 20 survival roll after that. Holy shit. Yeah, I was about to say, like, I wanted you to roll that with advantage, but I forgot to get the words out. Squash turns around, he's like, oh, they're right there. Those words out. <laughs> <laughs> they were hiding under the balcony. They were like, they'll never see um, me here. It doesn't take you particularly long, Squash, um, but you manage to track down that there are four people. Um, from their gate, from their walk, you figure out that they are probably all elves. 
you uh, figure that they are all probably similarly attired and dressed to the other one by the way they walk. And it doesn't take you probably 10, 15 minutes to track at least one of them down. Um, you see the tracks lead you directly to a place in the town that has been broken apart where there looks like there is a huge crack in the earth um, just outside of the graveyard, let's say. Um, you can see, basically, as you track them down, you can see that they're on a little ledge partway down this crack in the earth. And you see them beginning to recover their things, begin to take off their, their robes and their cloaks so that they can change into more blend in of all uh, items of clothing. And you just see them standing below you. Squash. Nah, nah, nah. I can't one-shot this motherfucker. There's no way in hell. Uh, <laughs> but four of you might. Yeah, uh, Squash kind of... I'm not there. Yeah, uh, Squash is going to... Uh, hmm. I'm going to say that uh, as Squash got closer and closer, he could like see that the tracks were getting fresher and fresher, that they were actually like catching mm-hmm. up to whoever the fuck it was. And he kind of left the the more noisy ones behind as he like went... I'm going to say that Benno and... And uh, and his drow companion decide to hold back a little bit, so I'm going to say that Pintor and Squash, because uh, you're both rogues. All right, yeah. Uh, Squash just kind of like uh, shoulder bumps you, and uh, hey, we're rogues. We can yeah, speak. We if these can't. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Hand signs, <laughs> baby. Communicate in the in the virtually silent thieves can't. Oh, I hate this so much. Yeah, he just kind of bumps you and goes like, yeah, yeah. I I can see them. Um, he's he's alone. Um. Uh, just down here uh, and Squash like points out exactly where he is to Pintor cool and then he kind of looks at you and like how accurate are you with fired weapons mm, I'm okay 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 Um, how far away is the guy right now Uh, let's say 40 feet 40 feet that is uh, oh, I'm going to have to get a little closer for my hand crossbow not to sh- fuck up. Oh, no. You <laughs> bastard. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, not like, uh, it's not like my stealth is probably like passively higher than whatever his like, maximum perception is. <laughs> uh, yeah, Squash is just going to like... Um, gotta, okay, we need, to, we need to get a little closer, okay? I uh, take out my short bow that I have on me. <laughs> Uh, what language does Squash speak? Uh, squash. <laughs> this Squash uh, only speaks, I think it was, uh, human and halfling. Uh, common and halfling. I th- sorry. Common and halfling. Okay, cool. I'm, There's a bunch of etchings on my short bow in a different language. Uh, it's uh, common halfling. Oh, it speaks dwarf and undercommon. I forgot about that. And of course, thieves oh. can't. Uh, yeah, you still wouldn't understand what's written. No, there, no it's, it's in spooky elf language. Yes. Yeah. Spooky elf language. Spooky elf language. All right. Squash is going to move in until he's within 30 feet of the guy. I'll keep a little bit of distance behind him and just keep an arrow. I would like you both to roll a sneak or stealth. All right. Something you could potentially fail on. <laughs> One of those things I'm not going to fail. Oh, come on, dude. What's that? Proficiencies. <laughs> Well, proficiency is super close I'm to a stealth I'm going to use roll. my last luck of the day, and I'm going to re-roll okay. my stealth, just because I want a higher stealth. Yeah. 
Not there you go. Natty twenty thirty. <laughs> Good use of luck. It's unusual, Squash, for someone to be sneakier than you, but you have found him. <laughs> I found you two the basically walk you two can just like fucking sneak up completely like the tallest dude in the world the shortest little dude in the world like little and large sneaking their way up into this poor unsuspecting potential elven maybe assassin um yeah you guys are super hidden no one hears you they don't even spot like the Benno and his drow companion don't even know where the hell you two have gone like Cool. I'm waiting sure. on Squash's signal, but I have an arrow knocked and ready to go. Okay. All right. Um, Squash is actually going to try something else out. And okay. he's going to try, uh, like, he has his hand crossbow out, but he, like, slowly stows that away. And he gets out a, a, a kind of a particular dagger. And he's intending to try to knock the guy out with one dagger throw. I don't think I'm going to get away with it. But non-lethal. Yeah. So you're gonna try and hit him with yeah. the butt. Uh, and basically, he's just hoping that if the guy goes down, that Pinter is not gonna like shoot an arrow into the lying guy. And if the guy, <laughs> I'm, I'm currently trying to aim for a leg to debilitate if need be. Okay, I will allow this this set of shenanigans to go forth. Um, Squash, since you are trying to shoot, in, uh, throw your dagger in a. No, you'd be skilled, skilled enough. You'd be able to make it spin the way you want it to. Sure. Um, take You two take attack rolls at advantage because you're sneaky. No one knows you two are there. Like, <laughs> Let's see if you can do a decent amount of damage before they even like notice you two are here. Oh, that's, that's impressively bad. So what is the... How, how did the short bow attack go? Uh, that's a Crystal? 16 to hit. With advantage. With advantage. I did say he was taking his armor off. That is true. Fine. You both hit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Squash's uh, like, particular dagger flies a little bit crooked and hits the guy not particularly well in the head. But he still takes 20 uh, non-lethal piercing damage. <laughs> but he takes 17 lethal piercing oh, damage. Yes. In the leg. <laughs> in the leg. <laughs> I was okay, aiming Okay, that's your two sneak yeah. rounds. Um, so I'm going to need you both to roll initiative. Yep. I don't see this going very well for my dude, but let's give it a shot because, yep. Oh, that's not impressive. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, yeah, I got a nine initiative. I got a 20. Fuck, Squash is off today. The assassin got a natural 20, so he got a 23. We're going to have a rogue off. Funnily enough, I think you guys are going to win. Uh, <laughs> May the best rogue win. It's a very quick match. I'll tell you what, one of you take an intimidation check. I don't care which. Oh, not squash. Uh, intimidation check. I'll take it. Oh, I got to get rid of initiative. Yep. Just don't fail. We'll Boop. be all right. 21. Hey. Wow. They put their hands in the air. They threw their weapons down. They just put their hands up high. They're surrendering. That's their action. Are you two gonna try and kill him? Uh, yeah, yeah. Squash like like slowly walks up to him and just like pushes the dagger into his liver. Like, for the watch. <laughs> Ooh. Um, how about with no? Um, yeah, he throws his hands up in submission. Uh, they've clearly, yeah, yeah they're clearly busted. 
I keep another arrow knocked and walk up slowly, and then I will bind his wrists and drag yeah. him back. Okay, you guys have managed to bag yourself a rogue. Um, I hate your sneaks. I hate them so much. <sighs> God damn it. This All is right, so you cool. Guys, Favorite class. You Two guys class. have an assassin to interrogate. Um, <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, we want to bring it to the master interrogator balance for all his mind. No, I need tricks. to sleep first. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, buddy. Listen, I know we just caught you, but you wait like eight hours. Um, we have to take a trip. <laughs> What's that, Casey? We have to take a trip. I was playing with dead things. <laughs> I had to, I had... All right. We have a fantasy flight a... to catch to get us to, to the, the place. It's a teleportation, though. Like, we'll just be there instantly. Like, we'll catch a red-eye flight in the morning. Don't worry about it. We don't even yeah. need to. We just get there, like, five minutes before it starts. I don't want to I don't want to pay flight transfer fees. It's Debbie. <laughs> what if they lose our luggage? <laughs> I just imagine Demi giving a spiel about losing uh, items during teleportation. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please so, keep your is hands anybody and arms wearing metal? Because if you're wearing metal, then you're probably going to be losing some stuff. I'm just saying, if you wear metal, that's the reason to ask. No, no, that's clearly not happening. Um, <laughs> it's always the metal. Uh, oh, okay. Um, you guys bag yourself um, an elf to interrogate in the morning. Cool. Um, uh, someone, just please say you're going to bed. <laughs> I need to go to bed. <laughs> I've already said I'm going to bed. Oh wait, you're before that, before that, oh, balance no. does want to find somebody to identify the ring. Okay, yeah, that's fairly easy. Um, we are in a witch's society. Make Taylor do it. Does Taylor know identify? If she does, that would be amazing to have her do it. Here, Ta here Taylor, why don't you have some experience? And, uh... You know, funnily enough, I haven't decided, I have decided what Taylor is. I just haven't statted her out. I didn't think you'd be utilizing a poor child eight of eight years old in the middle of the night to identify your damn ring. Oh, yeah, it is. No, if it's the middle of the night. That's fair. I balance one. Does <laughs> Renala know identify? But it's okay if Rondi. <laughs> no. no. It's the middle Rondi of the night. Rondi is the leader. And yeah, you're he has your a. Sleep. He has a political position. Yeah, I would absolutely wake Rondi up. Not for this, but I was going to get Rondi to put a team together, but figure eh, Benno's probably more qualified to pick people. Uh, do you know what? She actually would. <laughs> She's an artificer, um, but she would get them as a ritual. So oh, I just yeah. see Ballas kicking oh. up a door like, Tell us what this is Oh, no, no, it's it's like The Simpsons. Boom, Taylor, I don't mean to alarm you, but I need you to identify this ring for me. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yes, she would know. Um, okay, um, Ral, you know what I need from you? Uh oh, a sleepy time roll. I need you to give me a sleepy time roll. Um, at this point in time, you are still rolling d20s, I think. Yeah, he hasn't. Yeah, dropped yet. This yep. is my first sleep since the first one. Yes. Um, oh boy, we had a busy day. Are you? Uh, more importantly, are you taking your little potion before you go to sleep so you'll have advantage, or not? Well, it's not a con save; it's a straight d twenty roll, isn't it? Oh yeah, no, yeah, this is straight d twenty. You might need it. Yeah, like, this is kind of a luck roll, more so yeah. than anything. All right, go for it. It's not really a con save; it's just a time keeper. Yeah. This is a twelve. You're good. 
Um, you wake up feeling rough, but you have removed your level of exhaustion. Bogrim doesn't need to force a potion of healing down her throats. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're doing better than yesterday. You're doing better than yesterday. Um, okay. Zoltana. What's up? You have difficulty getting to sleep. Yeah. As you would expect. Um, the, however, the copious amount of alcohol that your friends have been providing has been helping you at least fall into unconsciousness, if nothing else. Um, first thing in the morning, about an hour or two before sunrise, Benno comes and wakes you up, gives you a little shake on the shoulder. Uh, Benno? Hi. Um, there's a thing... I want you to be with me for. Okay. You just need to be awake. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't sleep too good, so I'm not really asleep. She, like, gets up. He lets you get dressed. Um, he indicates you don't need to wear your armor, but you can if you want to. It's your choice. Um, um, Zoltana's paranoid. Of course, she's going to wear her armor. <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> he takes you out to the graveyard. Um, as you arrive, you notice that the graveyard has a giant like crack in it. Um, pieces of the earth are floating in midair. Um, the world, uh, the breaking of the world has begun to affect this area too. It's very peculiar seeing half of a sarcophagus, um, sorry, half of a coffin like floating in midair and the other half down in the earth. But... It's the way this new world works. As he gets there, um, he turns to you and says, Adette and I, there's a thing that elves do when their friend, when their loved ones die. Our godparents give us acorns and he pulls out a pale acorn. It's almost identical to the one that Balance gave you um, just after the funeral. And he says, Your godparents give you these and you plant them in the earth when you lose someone. Adet and I never had godparents, but we gave one to each other, just in case. I would always use mine on Adet, and Adet, she would have used hers on yours when you passed away. You don't have to say anything, you don't have to do anything, just be here and think of her. He takes a couple of steps aside and you can see that he's already prepared, already found things for this ritual that he's doing. He's found bright flowers of bright reds, deep blues, purples, and he places them in a circle and asks you to stand inside. He pours water on the ground. He lights an incense stick and puts it in the ground so it just smokes in the very centre. He places the acorn where the ash from the stick would fall upon it. And he says, My sister, Adet Thunderheart, the idea is not to live without end. The idea is to create a legacy for the ages. 
and as he pours the water again on the acorn, you see it sink into the earth. You see the ash blow away. And he just holds your hands over the top of this for a few moments, closing his eyes. And then you feel something moving at your feet. And as you look down, you see a small green stem of a flower begin to shoot upwards. And he just smiles at you. And he says, If you want, I can plant. I can plant yours next to hers when it comes to it. I'd like that. He gives you a hug. And he makes his way back to the Witcher Society. Ugh. Do you want to do anything else? Stare dazedly at the flower and tear up. Good start to the morning. <clears throat> yep. Okay. All right. Pintor. Balance. Hi. Anyone else who wants to interrogate this elf? No interest. Oh, man. <laughs> Why don't you let your acid friend know that you need someone interrogated? Why don't you sleep somewhere where we're fucking living? I'm just going to say that if you want him to be there, like, you can send messages or he'll be turning up at the witch's site in a convenient time. Like, it's it's totally fine. Yeah, Rob will wake um, up and say bye to Brogan. Yeah. And then uh, go find he, uh, he gives you a big... Bogram just like gives you a big bear hug um, as much as he can because he's way shorter than you. <laughs> um, and he says, uh, I'll be seeing you around. Of course. Yeah, be safe. I will try. <laughs> okay. Um, with that, I, I'm guessing that the four of you, um, because Squash has no interest in intimidating a person, uh, the four of you are able to interrogate this elf. Um yeah, this elf is probably the most average, mundane-looking person that you have ever seen. They're very similar in appearance to uh, the dead elf. Um, they had no markings on them, no tattoos. Uh, their face doesn't stand out to you. There are no major features. They weren't carrying anything more significant than uh, than a couple of daggers. That's genuinely it. Um, we're, we're, we definitely yeah. took all of its shit off. Like, this person has oh, yeah. nothing but, like, trousers on. Uh, where are you interrogating this poor sap? Let's do it in the death room. <laughs> just be like, you see that chair? That's, that's mine. I, just, I love the way that you said that, like you were picking out furniture. Ooh, this is balance. This, this is balance's death. like thing. Let's do it in the death room. There's such a nice okay. atmosphere in there. So wait, the who? windows are facing north. Who who is it? It's, yeah, very it's cheery. Me, Balance, Zoltana, and who's with us? Raw. Raw. Okay, so it's all yeah. four of us. Okay, cool. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna say that Pinter and Balance have already tied this guy up to the death chair. No, 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 wait, 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 if you don't do what we tell you, we'll put you in the chair. You know, 
you know this room doesn't look intimidating right it's just like a round room with a chair in the middle of it the ch- like, i remember the description of the chair was that the chair was fucking terrifying uh, like it was made out of bone and shit i i, I remember I, this i was like oh fuck that's a scary chair and then raw was like i sit in it and it's like you idiot <laughs> yeah, Raul but the inspector was like hey Idiot. Hey, yeah, you know that's that's dumb. Don't right? sit uh, in the death chair. <laughs> you sat in my chair, uh, fool. <laughs> Welcome to hell. Just yeah, it was probably a really metal sounding chair, wasn't it? Yeah, of course it was. Oh, why would I do anything else? Um, so I've never seen this room. It's just a round room with a chair. <laughs> it was pretty clear to us. It was pretty this clear that this was a scary chair. chair. Yeah, this was a yeah. scary chair. Now I remember. Yeah, this is the scariest of chairs. Um, if a chair could intimidate you, this would be it. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, there's a scary, room. intimidating looking chair in here. Okay. Um, fine, I'll let you have that. Uh, okay, fine. You you four are in this room. I do the... the... <laughs> Our reaping. <laughs> Wait a minute. We leave the room before Raul does that. Like I do growls. <laughs> we all go, all right. To open the proceedings, Rawl, if you could please. Everybody walks out, close the door. Thumbs up. <laughs> okay, I need you to link that ability for me if you're really doing it. Absolutely. It's a great idea. <laughs> it is a great idea. I love it. What Thank you. This? Hold on. Um, okay, so within this room, Raul becomes the scary, scary uh, monster of scary deafness. Oh Not that anyone other than this poor elf can see. Um, <laughs> we know what's happening. We can use our imaginations. But they save. Ooh. Damn. Ooh. They just sit and look at you. They they get like an eye, like wide eye of a little bit of terror, but they don't seem to be like want to have to run away. They don't seem like unable to control their emotions. They're just upset. Raw just like looks at him and then just drops the hour of reaping and just kind of sighs and looks at him. It didn't work. You come back in. Okay. All right. All right. What do you guys want to <laughs> You guys want to do? All right. So, Balance is going to kind of uh, stand over this guy because, you know, you have to assert dominance, obviously. Of course, yeah. Obviously. As we all know from uh-huh. all and say, our interrogations throughout the days. Right. Um, does Zoltana <laughs> speak does. Elvish? I think she does, right? We've had yes. this whole... Okay. Yes. yes. The, you right. hate me sp- speaking Elvish, though. Yes, I do. But uh, I wanted to refresh my memory on this. Okay. The only one who doesn't is Rawl. Okay. And squash. And squash. But he's not here. Right. Uh, okay. So then in Elvish, Balance uh, is going to say, All right. I'm sure you're quite aware how this works. So you either tell us what we need to know, or we can go this route, pointing at Zoltana. She cracks her go- knuckles. <laughs> Beautiful. We can go this route, pointing at Rawl. <laughs> I drool. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume just the look of you in general is pretty scary. Hinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Or, uh, also equally it's, uh, it's terrifying. Or me and my brother here can just have some fun. Take turns. He'll use, you know, his fun. I'll use mine. You see him raise an eyebrow? As you mentioned that, and he just I nods. I oh no, I I did that intentional. Yeah. I noticed the eyebrow raise. Uh, yes. Yeah, it was fairly easy. Okay. 
Oh, I see you weren't made aware. Interesting. All right. I imagine you've probably heard the rumors then. They just uh, look up at you. They don't say anything. What were you kept in the dark? Take an insight check. All right. Obviously, I've got the aura sight going. Of course. It's an interrogation. Uh, 21. They were seemingly not made aware that uh, you were alive. They were kept in the dark about this. Okay. Interesting. You really don't know. All right. That should make things very fun then. So, let's start with the basics. Who sent you? They refused to answer. All right. If you don't want to answer that, then if you could pick a number between one, two, three. Pick a number between one and three, if you could. They refused to answer. All right. I'll pick for you then. Mm, balance just kind of like is very like balance is kind of laying on the asshole here and just kind of spinning his hand in the air and then points at Zoltana. Zoltana, would you like us to step out? Or... I don't know how much of a show you want to put on. I'm just going to backhand him. Ooh. Okay, sure. Uh, take a take an intimidation check for me. 14. Uh, as you backhand them, you hear a nice like familiar crack as uh, you've clearly broken their nose and they turn back and you see blood beginning to pour down. But they refuse to budge. Do you mind if I check something quick? Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, I walk up to him. I grab mm -hmm. the top of his face and I pull his jaw down. Does he have a tongue? No. I go. I turn around and I go. He can't say anything. Uh, Who knows sign language? Um, I mean, I like could speak to him in Thieves' Camp, but I'm not really keen on the idea of untying his hands. Pinter grabs his hand, pulls off his glove. He has no fingers. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, what? What if? What if I restrain him bodily, uh, and and you guys untie his hands? You took all his shit off, right? So, right. Well, okay, wait. Presumably, we don't even know if he can hear us, right? No, uh, uh, he can he definitely knows. hear us. Okay, he knows good. when you say that. Uh, uh, can you speak thieves can't? Nod yes and no. He knows once for yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, and you guys can do that with your hands? Yeah. All right. And uh, she goes and she puts her arms around him from the back. Goes, untie, <laughs> untie his hands. I'm going to keep him strapped to this chair with my muscles. And understand, <laughs> if you try to pull anything, we will end you. Uh, he indicates of like he he indicates that he's very well aware. And it will not be quick. I promise you that. Ooh, actually, before before they untie his hands, I'm gonna take one of my my like little hand axes out and hold it against him while I'm okay. All right, all right. I know my shit. I was a gangster. 
Uh, okay, so what are the questions you wish to ask him? Uh, so first I'll ask who sent him. Uh, he indicates a woman named... Uh, he indicates a woman named Finair. Uh, mm, Pintor, you're the only one who may be able to make this uh, leap, so I need you to make a history check. Oh, 17. Uh, Finair is the new High Inquisitor. Well, I'll turn and say the High Inquisitor, Finair. New. Finair? You would know that the old High Inquisitor, whose name you don't know, Pintor, uh, apparently died in somewhat mysterious circumstances. Okay. What else do we want? What else do we want to know? What were the orders given? I signed that to him. He indicates that he was supposed to kill Laffian. Question mark. The description he had was of someone who looked like Pintor, but with darker hair. How many of them were there in total? There was a group of them. He indicates six. Was there a place where the group was supposed to rendezvous? He refuses to answer. Balance is going to give a side look to Rawl and say, you want to give a shot? Since okay. he doesn't seem to want to comply with this. Um, Rawl steps up. Um, where's Zoltana? Uh, she's holding, holding him in. from behind, um, like in a big bear hug. But okay. with sharp, with pointy objects. Yeah, yeah, an axe to his throat. I think, right? No, no. Well, it's yeah, I get. I mean, well, it's. I, I assumed her arms are like around his middle because I feel okay. like his That's throat's fine. probably too I don't, far up. Yeah, I don't intend to catch all of him in this, but Raw's intimidation method is to. <laughs> he's walking up. He's like, okay, just just a little bit of acid, and he does his whole breath weapon. Jesus Christ He's like I'm gonna draw uh, on you He catches like just the bottom half And then like redirects his head And acts kind of surprised Oh okay Um I'm gonna say yes That's gonna intimidate him and you don't need to roll for that Um He can take half damage He indicates that uh, They were supposed to Um rendezvous back in Belligbood um, they weren't supposed to meet up after the mission had been accomplished. They were supposed to just go report back to their boss. Hmm. Hmm. What other targets were there, since there seemed to be one aiming for Pintor? Who were the others after? Uh, he indicates they were all after the same description. They weren't actually sent for you then, Pintor. I'll ask why did you come after me? Or was that a mistake? Uh, they indicate that they received a description of someone who looks like Pinto but with dark hair. Um, they indicate that they are working off of rumor as they found a person out in the streets they thought was very, very close to the description because the dark hair description was that of being dyed. It's fairly easy to wash dye out. So they assumed that you were the target. How recent were the orders given? Uh, you guys should note you're on day 54. 
and that they received the order probably less than two weeks ago. Less than two weeks ago? Yes, less than 14 days. Let's say 10. Let's say 10 days. That's a good number. I'll ask, uh, what do you know of Queen Glengareth's uh, plans? Uh, they shrug. They don't know. Can I get a aura read on that? Of course. Uh, dirty 20. It is the aura of certainty. They don't know. They're not lying. Okay. They ask you in thieves' camps, what are you going to do with them? You relay that to us? I'll thieves can't back. What are you going to do if we let you go? They indicate that they will probably head south. I'll relay that to everybody. Can I get a read on that? Sure. Following your 20, they're not lying. But going south doesn't mean they can't relay a message. My thoughts exactly. What is your name? A yen. A yen. A yen. A yen. Yes. Okay. The apostrophe between air and yen. A yen. A yen. <laughs> okay. Well. It's a pronounceable name Thirsty gave us. <laughs> it's borderline Thirsty. Borderline. <laughs> I put the apostrophe in and I also pronounced it completely incorrectly, but I don't care. Uh, oh, was it supposed so. to be like Ian? Uh, I don't know. It's it's like written A L R Y E N. I'm like ah, A N's close enough. <laughs> well, A N, seems to me that you found yourself on the wrong side of this matter. That being said, I'm on the fence about things. We could just force you into serving us, repaying the debt that you owe for trying to take our lives. Or rather mine, I should Take a say. persuasion roll. Sure. Uh, 13. They seem nonplussed with the offer. Your skills could be useful. We're trying to save the world as opposed to trying to just take lives like you seem to be doing. Is that not worthy enough? I thieves can't to him. What did they offer you? He indicates his mouth so his voice back yes oh my god he's the little mermaid but evil I'll turn to balance do we know of someone who can heal a tongue like that I imagine there's probably a few people here that might have that kind of capability there's gotta, yeah there's gotta be someone at the witch's society who can do it in either case, we can't readily let them go. They know too much. As it stands, we brought her down here. I'll sign back. Do you have any loyalties toward the Elven Crown? He looks at the pair of you, and he... Hmm. Uh, Pintor, can you roll a persuasion roll for me? Am I aiding? No. Oh. 11. I can't believe I have a plus 
plus eight. <laughs> can I give my inspiration? Actually, yes, you I can. can. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, it's a new day. I have all my luck back, yeah. Oh, all right. I can use luck. Fine. Rescind. Uh, 17. He looks to you and he uh, he indicates in Thieves Can't, um, I will have loyalty to whoever returns my voice. What did he say? If we bring his voice back, he'll have loyalty to us. Can I read his aura on that? Sure. Uh, 13. You can't really tell. Hmm. Well, I don't think it can hurt to ask. Once he has his tongue back, we can, uh, speak in earnest, perhaps. I agree. Zoltana, could you tie him back up, please? You got it, boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Balance has like an amused smirk at that comment. Is just not going to say anything. Yep, with uh, just a joyful hi ho, and off to work we go. Uh, he gets tied up again. Excuse me, um, that's racist. Racism. <laughs> oh, what is it? Because she's a dwarf. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Oof. That, it was okay. the most deadpan, um, sarcastic. Yes, boss. Like, I know. Look to camera. Uh, <laughs> Full, full flash. Um, okay. Um, after you guys tie this person up, uh, the guards agree to keep an eye on them, keep them contained. I mean, it is right next to the mirror room, which they are also guarding. Um, and agree to keep an eye on them. Uh, Kythea, Thakits, and Bogrim are essentially about to leave. Um... They are taking three drow companions with them, or who've come from uh, Savras's army, because, you know, it'd be useful to travel. Uh, and they begin to make their way north. Um, there are, as you would expect, some teary goodbyes. Lots of hugs are given. Um, Bogren swearing that he will try and find as much about this clockwork art as he is able to, using the connections of the fourfold. Um, fake it agreeing to get uh, Kythea at least to the stronghold safely to speak with his mother and then to go speak to Apella and Kythea says that she will try her best to talk to whoever it is on the other side that will listen to her um, one of the drow travelling with them has they think memorised the pattern for the witch's society uh, teleportation circle if not, they have at least been here. So that should up their chances of being able to return safely. Okay. Where is Squash at the, while these guys are interrogating the poor elf? Uh, poor elf. Poor elf. I would assume that Squash is... Um, uh, just, just in his bedroom, I guess. Uh, I think he has a room He doesn't in have a bedroom. Does he not have a bedroom? <laughs> no. He had a bunk. He's got a bunk in the barracks, or he could try and brave like keeping out in uh, Demi's room. It's, oh no, no, no! Or any of the other VIP rooms available, I guess. Um, Bird commas. No, Squash uh, slept in the streets, kind of, and is uh, just back up and about now. Ah, oh, he's used to that. That's his life before these maniacs squash. showed up to start doing hero things. And they were like, oh, Squash, be a hero. Squash was the one that was like, 
I've always dreamed of being a hero, and it's like, bitch, you are one. Well, maybe I missed the simple times. Uh, yeah, no, uh, Squash slept outside or like in the, uh, yeah, underground city. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, it doesn't take long before the five of you realize that Demi has returned to the kind of templish area. Um, again, as, as soon as she turns up, you just feel that kind of spark in the back of your like of your neck of just m- insane magic wandering around. Um, yeah, and she she calls to all of you to make your way to the barracks. Uh, a lot of people are like moving out of the way. Um, Talis and Caden uh, K- um, are just off to one side next to the 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 teleportation circle, just to see you off as usual. Um, yes, balance. Uh, what was the ring? Before I forget, you're gonna make poor Talis identify your ring. <laughs> No, I was going to get someone else to do it. Just, I think we skimmed over the part with that. Um, okay, you get the ring identified. Yes. Um, you find someone to do it or you force this poor child to do it. Um, it is a ring of invisibility. Oh. It is a one charge, which has to be recharged at the beginning of the day. Okay. And it's one use of lesser invisibility. Oh shit! Okay, I'm gonna. All right, I'm gonna put that onto my character sheet. So it's one use once a day. It's lesser invisibility. Okay, so it's the uh, the crappy one. Yeah. Is it like the actual item ring of invisibility, or this is a separate thing? Yeah, it's a separate thing. It may be. It may be the same. I don't know, but it, it just has this thing stored in it. Uh, there are currently no charges in it. It has to be recharged like each day. Okay. Could I have recharged like you it roll during to recharge, that yeah. Uh, you roll to recharge, so roll a d6. If you get a 6, it's recharged. If you don't, it's not recharged. 5. It's not recharged. Damn. Alright. Uh, okay. Any other... Cool. Good. Um, Demi arrives in a world of magic. She summons you all together. Um, Renara is with also, because Renara is traveling with you guys too um demi holds in one hand a small onyx ring in her arms she is carrying a very big axe in the other hand she is holding what looks like a scroll with uh which some of you would recognize to be the seals ribbons and colors of the lodge just I have all these things. I have all these very exciting things. I have a ring. I have a scroll. I have an axe. I have all these wonderful things that all of you should have. So there should be a ring, which makes someone like change into something else. There should be a scroll, allows someone else to pretend to be part of the lodge and bring their friends along. And I have this huge axe, which my brother said that Zoltana could borrow, but she could only borrow until she got a different weapon of her own. But I made like the argument that, you know, if the world ends, then she can't really give it back. But if she can't give it back, well, that's not the end of the world. So don't, well, it would be the end of the world. She can give it back. I have things for you. <laughs> Fantastic. What is for who besides the axe? The ring. You wanted the ring. You wanted to look like someone else because you didn't want to look like the way you are because you and Pinto would get confused between things and people are like, oh, who's which one's Pinto? Which one's balanced? Which one's unbalanced? Which one isn't Pinto? Oh, who knows? And then people get very confused. And also we don't want you to be tracked and figure out that's who you are. And we don't want to get like sussed out for being that down there because they totally rip you apart and that'd be very, very bad. Fantastic. I'll need a full listing of how the ring functions, if you wouldn't mind. The ring is a ring of alter self. 
Oh, wait. Alter self or disguise self? Those are very different alter things. Alter self. Oh. Yes, I know. This is a ring of alter self. Um, it's the same as having an alter self cast on yourself. The DC is a 16 to basically see it um, with magical stuff. So if anyone was to roll a detect magic, they'd have to roll a 16 or above to see that you are. Um, uses, duration, etc. It's uh, permanent. Nani? Hmm? Nani? It's it's permanent. Like as long as you're on, so long as you do a uh, achievement to it. It's the it's one on. ring, but you change yourself. Not permanent, yeah, my... infinite duration. Yeah, that's the one. As long as you're wearing it and attuned to it, you will look like something else. And I can just keep doing that. Yes. So it's an at will uh, alter self. Just, I'm going to need it back because it doesn't belong to you and it doesn't belong. Well, it doesn't belong to me either. It belongs to which society. And if we lose that, we are super dead. There are very, very, very few of these things. There are. I know at least, at least according to law, there are at least three of these things made. And I know one of them is completely lost. No one has any idea. The other one is like somewhere else on this continent. But this one, this one belongs to which society. And if we lose it, I am super dead. Don't lose it. I'm going to win it back. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um. Understood. Are you intending to give it back? Yeah, I mean, when his need of it is done. Ah, uh, it's not what she's asking. I'm gonna need you to give it back as soon as we're done with this because I need to get this back to the Witch Society before they notice it's gone. Aren't you in charge of the Witch Society? Yes, but there are other people I answer to. People who want to see me not in charge anymore. Oh. Demi, did you steal that? I don't feel comfortable answering that because I don't want to admit to the things I have or haven't done and I prefer to have a lot. Like, if it less you know, the better. Pinto really. was just nodding in the background like, there it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Sh sure. I I will give it back to you when we are done with uh, this whole whole bit. Good. Um, if I can petition to use it when we have to go to Belagbud, it may be of aid getting there. She raises one hand, like kind of like one finger up, and she looks like she's contemplating. She says, we're going to have to discuss that when we come back because I don't know how long I'll be able to hide the fact that this is missing. People will know that things are missing. There's only so long legs that I can keep these spells going to hide them and the such like. But yes, I we will have to talk about that unless you just want to steal it, in which case I have nothing to do with this. And if they come down hard on you, then I will have to act accordingly. Understood. Well, uh, discussion for another day then. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Next. And she holds the scroll out to Raoul. Uh, Raoul takes it and looks at it. Uh, she says, my brother dropped this off to me this morning before he had to go back. And he said that you would, you should just give this to the man who's in charge over at the, the, the housing, over at the GDC, and said that you would be able to pretend that you are acting on his behalf and then you could take a plus one if you need to have take a plus one. So this allows you to act in his place for the meeting that's coming up in the next day or two. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so, uh, Raul, right? Not, not Shadow Strike. Raul. What? Says Raul. Okay. Just gotta make sure. Shadow Strike's the one with the name, you know. He's the good fighter. Um. I think you'll be okay. It's almost like a sanctuary there, like... Yeah, almost. I mean, don't kill anyone where you're there or don't like, see anything where you're there. Well, we're trying to steal something. Well, 
this is super dangerous. You guys are aware that this is really dangerous. We are going up against a very powerful magic and some very powerful people here. They could just like ruin us in half a second. <laughs> Raul covers his ears. <laughs> Raul, don't panic. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> As she kind of like reaches out, like either like to, to like grab your shoulders either side and like the axe kind of like bounces off of her, um, out of her arms and like falls and clatters to the ground. But she's very earnestly trying to calm Raul down whilst at the same time not being able to contain herself. <laughs> oh the axe yes the big dropping axe thing this this my brother said you could borrow but he also wants this back like he's very attached to this it's very important to him and it's very important to me that he doesn't lose this and it's very important that he gets it back when he's when you're finished with it like when we're down here when you get a new weapon he's going to need this back I need him to have this back Okay. Yeah, of course, of course look Cal's going to come back and then I will give you back the, the axe but until Cal comes back, I'll, I'll I'll use this. What does it do? It's really good. Well, it could be really good. Well, I mean, it depends how good the person that you're casting it again. She hands it over to you. And she says, it has the ability to cast whole person on people, like twice. There's, there's charging in it and it allows you to just like freeze a person in face, which is really useful if you're trying to like whack the hell out of them. You're just like, no, I just need you not to run away. I just need to continue beating you faster. It allows you to do that. And also it's really good at hitting things and hurting things. I will now release to you the roll 20 uh, handout thing that tells you what this weapon does. I'm just going to open it to everyone because it means that Arch, you can Go fix Casey's sheet yep. to have the right thing. I, right. Yep. God I bless you. you. I'm so bad at these roll 20 sheets. I'm a god at it. You, you should see Balance's character sheet. Arch, god of roll 20 sheets. <laughs> Maybe that's why roll 20 hates me. It's because I make it work for me. <laughs> it's like, who's god roll now, Roll 20's bitch? like, you make me your bitch, I will make you your bitch in RNG. <laughs> My roll 20 is goofy. Under flaws, it just says 17, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Rawl has 17 whole flaws. Neil, you're supposed to it put is... what they are, not how many you have. <laughs> <laughs> it is a weapon called Stopping Power. It is a great axe. It is a plus two weapon. Um, it holds three charges and regains one charge every dawn. It allows you to use as a bonus action to cast a level two hold person. Mm. That's a nice thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah. That's really mm -hmm. good. I mean, it's no rapier, but it's all right. No, well, it's not the it's not the rapier. I don't think anything <laughs> will ever contest that rapier. Well, I love sorry, that rapier. Sorry, Cal. That rapier, though. Uh, I'm very partial um, to Callan Morn, so... I'm sure you yeah. are. Morn is BFF forever. Statistically. Um, yes. Holy shit. Callan Morn is my heart. So yeah, you guys have all of your things. Um, I'm attuning hmm. <laughs> right now. Uh, it's it's an hour to attune. Yeah, balance is literally just standing there, like holding the ring on, like. Yep, it's an hour to attune, uh, which you don't currently have. Um, he starts, like he's like holding it, like <laughs> I need this to work though. I need this to work though, <laughs> Demi. I need this to work like right now though. <sighs> She kind of like buzzes from side to side, like, okay, well, like, Yil will not really mind if we're like an hour or so late after I said we we're going to be. And I really should have thought about this, but I guess it doesn't really matter. So you should go sit down in the corner and hold on to the ring until it works. Good plan. Bell just goes right over, just sits down, and is like, 
this is going to help me. This is going to be very good. I'm going to look like <laughs> someone else. This is fantastic. And if I need to do things, I can just... And like he, like he's neurotically rubbing the ring on his finger like this is going to be good. Demi, Demi looks down at Squash and she looks about, looks down at Squash like, I didn't affect him with that. He's just mumbling on his own. I had absolutely nothing to do with that. That's not my fault. If we have to wait an hour, Pintor's going to step away for a second. Okay. What does Pintor, Pintor want to do? Pintor wants to go back downstairs to the prisoner. Uh, the prisoner is on the same level oh. as you guys, so yeah, you can just okay, go cool. straight there. I'm going to go there um, and then walk okay. in with one of the guards, take a look at the um, prisoner, and just kind of sign to him, we have to leave for a second. We have to leave for a bit. When we get back, we'll get you a tongue. And then I look at the guard and I say, make sure he's well fed. Roll a persuasion check. 27. He uh, waves and signs for your attention. I look back at him. And he says, I think your aunt placed your father there at the club. I think. And then he just settles back down. I'll sign back to him. Thank you. And then I leave. Okay. Zoltana, anything you want to do in your last hour here in Falsim? Mm, nope. Cool. Ral, anything you want to do in your last hour here in Falsim? Uh, everyone's getting r- real nervous, which makes Ral nervous. Um, that pain powder oh. stuff that I have? Yeah. Um, hold on. I clicked it accidentally. I didn't mean to. Um, that's just marking how many I have. Um, okay. How does it work? It, I think the way it was described is it was the next con save that I make. So it basically holds over until that yes. con save and then it's dropped. So I can do it to you can keep do it now, myself yeah. calm up until I fail a save. Yes. Okay. Uh, so like, Or up until you could, I make a save rather. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you make yeah. a save. Like okay. you'll just get advantage on the next one. So yeah, yeah, you could take it now and then yeah, it will just last you until you need a con save. Okay. He nervously takes his... Uh, pain powder stuff and uh um, tries to remain calm okay that's that's cool um it uh it doesn't taste too good it's very bitter hmm. uh okay squash squash is doing nothing he's focused on just trying not to like um drift basically Okay. Just trying to stay in the moment, in the place, in the, like, activities. Okay. With that, an hour later, balance is attuned. Balance 3.0. Hi. Balance 3.0 looks like a human. Balance 3.0 has dark blue eyes and has a peppering of white in his short gray hair and short gray beard. He is approximately the same height and weight as Balance 1.0, but he's just a little smaller in the ear area, slightly tidier hair. Do you want to give a name to your human appearance, Balance 3.0? I poke you. Why am I a human? (laughs) I don't get to control that? No. This is all pre-programmed. Why? Because it's a ring. 
It's a specific. Oh, room. I don't get to actually use the spell. Oh. Fuck. You can't keep changing what you look like. Oh. I got all excited. I know you did. <clears throat> and I was thinking about busting you right there and then, but I thought, no, it'd be funnier this way. Wow, one. V. <laughs> God, V. Why yes. are you the best? That's yes. hilarious. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. If you haven't realized I'm an evil puppet master by now, <laughs> I just masquerade as someone nice. I don't fucking know. What kind of name would I go with for that? Harold. George. <laughs> Clooney. Nay. Something off the patron list. It, n- I get to pick. Fine. <laughs> I will take one off the Patreon list. I get to pick it, though. Okay, that's fine. No uh, fucking... Butt that list sniff, gets wild, y'all. <laughs> butt sniff, whatever the fuck it is. Butt sniff. Fucking thirsty puts it in. <laughs> he, he's never... We tried. <laughs> Let me, let's see if we can find some decent human names. Uh, there's Charlie Whiskey. Uh, Christopher Cantermere. And all the rest are definitely... I like either... that one. Let's go with that one. Christ- Christopher Cantermere. Okay. My friends call me CC. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna copy the name into uh, the chat, so you can determine exactly how you want to pronounce this. Um, Is this your attempt at doing like my ice cream names thing, and now all your characters are gonna be named after pizza places? This is your first one. (laughs) CC's Pizza. Yep. Your next character is gonna be Domino. Domino the Domino Domino the Null. Domino. I'm gonna be just like the superhero. uh, Super. Superhero heroine? She's yes. Super- and then you're next going to play a priest and he's going to name Father Jonathan. Sometimes people call him Papa John. Papa John. <laughs> 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 oh, I don't like it and I don't appreciate it. I like it. I like it. No. Um, and you know what? Then after that, I'll play a wizard and my Liam's, honey, tiny, uh, my Liam's Tiny Hut is a pizza hut. And then I'll play uh, a gnome uh, named Little Caesar. <laughs> Please stop. Please stop. I can't deal with this. All right. So your human name is going to be uh, Christopher Cantemir. Perfect. Um, you guys disgust I think me. we killed each other. Um, <laughs> you're just unhappy. Oh. Because... oh, wait a minute. It's with a K? Okay. Then my friends call me Casey. Um, <laughs> absolutely not. You can't do that to me. I, I'm too stupid to not get confused by that. <laughs> Demi calls you all together once Balance has assumed his human form. Uh, Talis waves goodbye as Demi takes uh, Zoltana and Raoul by the wrists and indicates everyone else to grab hands. Uh, she asks excitedly if anyone is wearing any metal. Yep. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Am I? You literally just gave. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Don't we all have weapons and stuff? So yes. <laughs> Most definitely. Oh, heavy. Uh, yeah. Re- real, real quick question. Um, at some point during the one of these downtimes that we had, the little downtimes, could balance like get himself some swords? Sure. And maybe a longbow, because like he's feeling kind of naked. Sure. Yeah, you could replenish those, that's fine. So she grabs the wrists 
and you guys feel that familiar tug in the back of your navel, like you're being pulled through something. The world around you all turns a little bit sepia. Um, Ralph, for the most fleeting of moments, you see your spectre friend who's just waving at you, <laughs> but you only see like half a movement of a hand before you guys are in a completely different place. I wave at spectre when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> You guys find yourselves in a very large hall. You're at one end. Behind you there is a fireplace, but it's not currently lit. There is sunlight streaming in through large windows that go almost from the ground all the way up to the ceiling. It's probably double height ceiling. It's very ornate in here. Ahead of you, you see a pair of double doors which are currently closed, but they are ornately carved. For those of you who have existed in, well, Discora for a while, you'd recognize the architecture, the artistry, all the decorations here to be a mixture of elvish and dwarvish. You can see that there are tapestries hanging, which represent the gentleman's dueling club itself. The ceiling above you is high and vaulted. There are beams in the ceiling that you could jump to and have a mind to hide up there, should you wish. Squash you probably have at some point. <laughs> there are also chandeliers in the ceiling, which cast a very nice light glow if they were lit. The floor is very shiny. It's black and white checkered pattern, large tiles. And as you walk across, you hear the clank, clank, clank of various bare feet, metal soldier, uh, bare feet and leather soled shoes as you go clanking your way along this corridor. As you get about halfway across this hallway, the double doors open and before you there stands someone that Squash will know very well. The person standing before you is wearing dark blue leather tunic with copper buttons and an embroidered GDC upon their chest. He's wearing black trousers and smart black boots. He has slicked back blonde hair. Uh, sorry, he has slicked back dark brown hair. They have a smattering of dark freckles and a very sharp nose. He looks human with dark ebony skin. He's clearly carrying a morning star upon his back and also has a small necklace made of pale white horsehair with dark brown patches. You know this butler, his name is Yil, and he bows very deeply to you and looks up with a smile. Please come in. We have prepared this room for all of you and your guests. Please, this way, Miss Platon. everyone it's V just gonna do a normal me outro this time because I don't want to do an outro as Jill um I want to say thank you to everyone for listening so far this episode was interesting let's say the least and we finally we finally get out of Fouse Master finally finally getting to Fouse um we want to say thank you to uh one of our patrons in particular Patrick Myers thank you very much for helping us out and make this show everything that you guys give to us just goes towards helping Neil out do um like the editing stuff and for us to host websites and do all the extra series and stuff so thank you guys so very much um if you want to go check out our website it's theluckydie.com it is however down at the moment for a little bit of maintenance but it will be back up fairly fairly shortly so keep an eye on that 
now comes to the big list of things that I didn't want to do in the accent of Jill. It's the patron name thanks. Uh, so there are quite a few that got pulled out of the air today. Um, there was Jill, which came from Fortello. Ayen, which is a bastardization or whatever Thirsty decided to type up and give to us. And also Christopher um, Cantemir, which came from Rogue 2015. So thank you guys very much. Uh, one of the benefits of being a patron at a certain level is that you can give us names to put inside the world. I may not use them exactly as you guys intended, but they're there. And thank you guys very much because it means that not everyone has a variation of the name Pete. So thank you guys very much and we'll see you next week. Are you looking for a D&D podcast that'll make you laugh? How about one that'll make you cry? Sweat profusely with stress and anxiety because of a flippin' mule? Taking Initiative is a Dungeons & Dragons 5e actual play podcast with an audio drama feel. These episodes are scored character-driven, and filled with utter bullshit. Mostly because of Nick, let's be honest. Featuring special guests, the Venture Maidens, D&D is for Nerds, and more. Plus, we're in Wizards of the Coast podcast of series. Welcome, everyone. It's your pal, Ray Ray. That was an interesting time you had, Nick. I pat the horse on the rump. Thank you, great-grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> he just said his hopes and dreams. He didn't cast a spell. You gotta get down deep and lift from the knees. So that's the only big organ he has. <laughs> Damn. Taking Initiative. Look us up on Twitter at TI underscore pod and on our website, takinginitiativepodcast.com. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.